You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. And I'm welcoming you to this conversation, especially if you're a dad who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox. Here we are at the start of a new year, and I want to bring you a power-packed topic today. And I'm telling you, this one is not for the faint of heart. But first, let me remind you that I want you to picture yourself standing there with other dads getting ready to run your fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark, what is it? Yep, the topic or the theme, get set. You can fill this in already, can't you? Yep, you know this by now. That's where I'm gonna fill this in with stories and stats and then go is always your practical action step so that you can put into action this week, today, this month, your love for your daughter. And this also applies to your relationships with your sons. Well, let me just tell you first something that is a great update, which is that the Dad Whisperer podcast has won an award. So recently I won an award for the best podcast for men at the Spark Media Conference in Houston, Texas. And it was such a shock, especially being a woman in the man's space to have won that award. And yet I want you all to know that this simply was a celebration, seven years of leading this podcast. It started as radio, as a radio program there in Portland, Oregon. And now week after week, month after month, year after year, I bring the best that I have, whether it's from my own experience, from my own clinical practice, from being a daughter, you know, the oldest of four girls, mentoring and counseling women, leading men in the ABBA project, speaking at conferences to men, interacting with dads through emails and phone calls and in counseling and coaching and really kind of bringing you my collective experience and interviewing those that have a similar passion for equipping you as dads to connect with your daughters. So thank you again for this award, Spark Media. And I encourage you, if you're listening, share this with a friend, like, subscribe, and again, share on social media. And let's help spread the word that this podcast is a resource for dads. Well, like I said, let's start out the new year with a bang. Let's get started. Well, on your mark today is 20 do's and don'ts for having the sex talk with your daughter. Okay, I know. Get set. Let's fill that in. And and if you're still listening and haven't run away and you actually are open to this conversation, I applaud you. This is not one for the faint of heart. And yet, dad, there's no more important time to talk about this than now, especially at the start of the year. Start the conversation with your daughter. Have the tough conversation. Don't run away. Initiate. Open this up because your daughter probably won't go there if you don't lead the way. So I want to give you tools for your fathering toolbox so that you can have this conversation and hopefully succeed at it. I mean, I've had so many dads that I have led in the ABBA project say, this is the one thing I'm afraid to talk about. And yet when we got back together and dads reported on how it went, some of them said, 
man, I didn't want to hear some of the stuff I heard. I didn't want to go there. It was tough. But on this side of it, one, I'm glad I did. And number two, I can tell that my daughter is relating to me better. So dad, be encouraged by other dads. And remember, you don't have to be perfect. This isn't about having a perfect conversation, but you do need to have some conversation about this. And this whole topic on how to have a sex talk with your daughter that that is really honorable and respectful and informative and insightful and opens a conversation, not just a lecture, you can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com. I even have a PDF that you can print out that will give you more of these details so that you don't have to remember this all or take notes, though I love it when you do that. But also, you can buy my book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, where I do have questions in there that you can have with your daughter about these kinds of topics on sexual issues. So again, remember that the research shows that when a daughter feels connected to her dad, one of the benefits of that is she will delay her sexual debut. So dad, again, if you don't weigh in on this topic, then every other voice will not only outrank yours, it will outspeak yours and and they will have an opportunity. And by they, I mean peers, culture, movies, songs, role models, others that your daughter looks up to, which may not be someone you know. It might be an artist that's many times removed from her. She'll never meet him or her, but that message that's being declared to her about her body, about sex, about sexuality, about desire, on and on it goes. That's the voice that will outrank yours if you don't weigh in. So I want your voice to matter. And I encourage you, don't run away from this topic. Hang in there. I want to encourage you today by saying that if you're afraid to have this conversation, set the goal now here at the start of the year to say, okay, Dr. Michelle is going to help me, uh, coach me, give me some resources so that I can step into this arena. As a dad, I can lead, I can take initiative. Now, sometimes dads ask me, you might be one of them, when do I need to have this conversation? Like how young do I start or have I missed the window if I wait too long? And I say, dad, at the end of the day, you're going to have to make the call on this. I really can't because every daughter is different. You may have a daughter who starts to develop or starts to ask questions way earlier than one of your other daughters. So every daughter matures differently. Listen to your wife, listen to your ex-wife, listen to someone who's a woman in your life, in your world. It might be a sister, a coworker that's that's maybe going to give you insight into where your specific daughter is at. You can run that by her. Feel free to email me. But at the end of the day, you want to be on the front end of where she begins to ask questions and then goes to everyone else but you. So it's going to be specific to the needs of your daughter. You can also go to any, you know, database, you know, Amazon or Barnes and Noble or whatever, and just type in the words that you want to know, like how to have a conversation with my daughter. If you're faith-based, if you're Christ-centered, you may say Christian books. If you don't, you know, really necessarily care the the spiritual vantage point, then just type in how to have a, you know, positive talk with my daughter at any age. Because I, I did some of my research prior to starting this conversation with you, found one by Baker Publishing, which their my my second book was published with with their covering, Bethany House specifically. And I, I found the focus on the family guide to talking with your kids about sex 
honest answers for every age. Dr. J. Thomas Finch. Another one is how and when to tell your kids about sex, a lifelong approach to shaping your child's sexual character. And then in parentheses, God's design for sex by Stan and Brenna Jones. Now, I know I said, just give you a mouthful, but but I wanted you to just on the front end have some titles of some books if you want to explore the conversation we're going to have today in greater detail. Third one, start talking to your kids kids about sex. This is a recent publication by Julia Sandusky. She has her doctorate. She writes a lot with Dr. Mark Lasser. I got to hear both of them this last fall at a conference for lay counselors, psychologists, social workers, licensed professional counselors at a Christian conference. They're awesome. I would really encourage you to pick up that book. Start talking to your kids about sex. So there you go. There's some resources on the front end. So without any further ado or any delays, let's get the conversation starters. Here are 20 do's and don'ts, and I'm going to alternate one, two, three, four. I'm going to give you a do, then a don't, then a do, then a don't. Okay, number one, don't talk more than you listen. Okay, you know this already, two ears, one mouth. So a real key starting point, which is why I put this first, is that you want to listen at least twice as much as you talk. Because the best way to do that is to ask great questions that allow her to express herself. And I really, like I said, encourage you to use a template I've already created. Go to my website, go to my book that helps you phrase your questions in a way that allows her really to reveal more of what she's carrying inside as opposed to hearing a lecture from you. So number one, don't talk more than you listen. Number two, do take a breath, say a prayer and muster your courage which is really a way of saying, do set your mind and your intention and your will in a direction that says, I'm going to do this. I don't care how scary or how hard or how awkward it is. I will lead the way. So I'm guessing that you probably did those three things, you know, take a breath, say a prayer, muster your courage before you ever played in sports, right? You didn't go into every game with all the confidence in the world, but you, you set your mind and you went forward. So that is what I'm telling you, my friend, ground yourself first, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then take a step forward despite your fear, because that is what courage looks like in action. Okay, number three, don't assume that you and your daughter will agree on everything. So already go in saying, okay, I don't need her to believe everything I believe, to say everything I want her to say back, expect to be uncomfortable, okay? And know that this is about listening. It's not trying to talk her into what you believe. You'll be sharing, hopefully, where you're coming from. But you also want to honor her because you're setting yourself apart as a a solid man in her life that's different than any other guy that may be trying to sway her or push her or or really kind of overpower her by impressing her with what he says, but you know, as well as I do, a lot of those guys have an agenda. And so as you dad start by not overpowering her, do you see how that sets the foundation for her to see in action, male, female, interactive on this topic, what it's like to be respected? If she says, no, I don't want this conversation, you have to honor that. You could say, could we have it at another time? Hopefully she'll say yes. You'll say, hey, I'm going to swing back around in a week, in a month, two weeks, whatever. But see how that sets the foundation of honoring her no, which has 
everything to do with what you want your daughter to be able to say about any sexual pressure that she may feel. So remember, don't assume you'll agree on everything because it's complex and complicated. So you lead by example, by opening up an atmosphere that's honorable, non-hostile as each of you interaction. Okay, number four, do choose to talk about it, whether or not it's awkward. So I kind of mentioned that one already, but really do choose to talk about it. Initiate, be willing to step forward, even though it's awkward. Because the most important thing is that your daughter will hear your heart and then you will hear hers. Okay, so that is number four. Okay, number five, don't defer and presume that someone else will cover the topic. I'm telling you, too often I've had dads tell me that they just hope someone else will address this topic of sex because they don't feel like they're qualified. So whether it's that other counselor or the youth pastor or the coach or somebody else's dad or friends or the mentor, nope, dad, it's got to be you. And really, you give yourself a daughter a gift to model to her that you can step into something awkward, but you don't have to run away. It means you can do the hard thing. So maybe your daughter struggles with saying no to peers, even girl influence, peer influence, not just sex, but that really by modeling to your daughter that even if something's awkward, you can still talk about it. So she may feel really awkward with a guy when it comes to him wanting to maybe push her in a direction or or open up something with her that hasn't been awakened yet. And if she's like, oh yeah, I remember that my dad had this conversation, even though he was feeling awkward, I can do something that's awkward and still have a conversation. So do you kind of get where I'm going here, dad? Is that more is caught than taught. So how you approach this doesn't have to be perfect, but you got to open up the conversation. Okay. Number six, do come with a goal to open the conversation, not win the conversation. Years ago, I had Steve Pringle, his daughter Maddie, on my show because I loved his statement that he had to ask himself, is my goal to win the argument or is my goal to win her heart? And he said, I have to remind myself of that often is I will choose the latter. I want to win her heart, not the argument. He said that helps him calibrate his expectations while making sure that he's communicated those goals to his mouth. Isn't that awesome? I love practical action steps like that from dads. And it really has a catch to it, doesn't it? I love that. Do I want to win the argument or win her heart? So do come with a goal to open the conversation, not win it. Number seven, don't stop midway through, no matter how hard it is and how she responds. Again, unless she says, I need to stop this. I can't handle this anymore. This is too, too uncomfortable or awkward. Or, But remember, honoring her no is all a part of the bigger picture here. But if things start to get heated or they feel strange, you could always say, hey, let's talk about something else for a minute or let's get up and go for a walk. Or, you know, if you're at a restaurant, hey, let's go get another cup of coffee or whatever. Because sometimes it helps to just move around, change the environment and remember that that she's going to read your eyes. So she's going to be able to tell if you're getting angry. Again, vice versa as well. But but you being able to stay grounded, even if you start to get heated because you're like, this is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Come on. I raised you dot, dot, dot. No, no, no. Those aren't the words you want to use, dad. You want to be able to stay grounded yourself and then pick up the conversation. If you can take a break where you left off. Number eight, 
Do practice what you preach. So think of this as an opportunity to show your daughter what a good man looks like in action by the way you interact with her. I keep underscoring that, don't I? Because it's easy to say you want her to be with a guy who listens and honors and respects, but you get to model that. So there's no better way to teach your daughter how to use her voice with the opposite sex than to practice with you. So if she can speak confidently with you about where she's at on this topic, even if it's different than what you want or how you've raised her, she'll carry that confidence into the world. So bigger picture, it's okay. If she's not today at a place that you want her to be, but you'll have more insight. If you're a praying man, that'll give you more specifics of how to pray for her. Number 10, do lead with vulnerability. So this really goes hand in hand with that whole practicing what you preach, because so often sometimes dads expect things of their daughters, even the guys they date, that have a historical base in the dad's own story. Maybe you're remembering some of the poor choices you've made in this area, regrets you have. And so you now want her to avoid every pitfall. Now, again, age appropriate, you may share more with her on what you learned the hard way. In fact, the last chapter of Let's Talk is called Lead Her to Listen, where she hands you the book and asks you questions about your life. And some of those are like, Dad, what have you learned the hard way that no one taught you or asking you about regrets or about your dating life. And again, age appropriate. You may share more if she's older, less if she's younger. But dad, being vulnerable that way will let her know that nobody gets it perfect. In fact, right now I'm doing a chronological Bible read through. And my husband and I were just talking tonight at dinner about what messes Abraham was, Isaac was, Jacob was, lying, calling their, you know, their wives, their sisters, so that the king doesn't kill them. And then it bombs out. And it just on and on it goes with some really poor choices that are passed down from one generation to the next. And yet those are the people that God used, right? And attached his name to them, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. I think, oh my goodness, sometimes I think God doesn't want to attach his name to messes, but he does because he is always working things out in our stories, in our messes. So you get to model that to your daughter and say, come on, here's stuff I've learned the hard way. Let's keep the conversation going. So lead with vulnerability. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, got 10 more for you, 20 do's and don'ts to have a great, successful, healthy, interactive conversation about sex with your daughter. Be right back. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So, to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. 
Welcome back. Well, today on The Dad Whisperer, I'm covering 20 do's and don'ts for having the sex talk with your daughter. And you noticed right before break, I said, not just having the sex talk, but having a great sex talk, a healthy sex talk, a successful sex talk, hopefully, with your daughter around a very vital topic. Because you and I both know that oftentimes when your daughter is starved for attention and she's going to go looking for love where? In all the wrong places. And oh my goodness, it affects everything from that point on. Unwanted pregnancies, maybe abortion, maybe she keeps the baby, maybe she adopts the baby, STDs, on it goes. Every part of her life is shaped so predominantly by sexual choices. Dad, now it's time, starting out to 2024, to start the year with this conversation, okay? That's my challenge to you. So all the way along, you know, I love to end with a go step. I want you to be deciding as you hear about this, when will you reach out to your daughter to say, let's have, let's have this talk. You can literally go to my blog on my website, drmichellewatson.com. I have got all these written out there. I've got free resources on how to have this conversation and you could even, if you don't know what to say, or maybe you're more introverted and don't feel so skilled with words, print it out, bring it along with you. Just say, Michelle said this, Michelle said this, what do you think? What do you think? And you don't have to come up with the words. I'm your coach. I'm right there with you whispering. And then you get to say, okay, Michelle's coaching me and I'm doing my best and let's keep the conversation going. So got it? Okay. Here's 10 more key things if you want to have what I would call a healthy sex talk with your daughter. Okay, number 11, don't smash the Oreo. Okay, now you might be going, what on earth are you talking about? Okay, I love to use the idea of a Oreo as a metaphor, where you got the cookie, the middle, and another cookie. As you and I both know, we've even got like mega stuff. They, I always see, I, in fact, I think it was just over the last you know, Christmas holiday that I saw, oh my goodness, they even, I think, have some kind of quadruple mega stuff or something like that now. Like they keep putting more stuff inside an Oreo. But at the end of the day, there's only so much you can put in there. So think of that as there's only so much hard conversation you can have. And so putting a positive on either end, those are the cookies, helps it go down better. So if you're having this hard conversation and your daughter just feels like you're looking down on her and you hate what she thinks and you don't respect her and then she doesn't feel loved or respected so doesn't respect you back and it kind of bombs, remember, affirm her, affirm her, affirm her. So when there's that hard conversation, we call that the stuff, like the part in the middle, when you tell her why you love her, why you're proud of her, it surrounds the harder part of the interaction with more positives that make the whole thing easier to swallow. So that's what I mean by don't smash the Oreo. Okay, 12, do ask questions that invite her to think through her sexual choices and boundaries. So we as women figure things out by talking. So the more we hear ourselves speak out the things that we're holding inside of our minds, our hearts, sometimes that we don't even know we're holding. We don't know we're thinking that until it comes out of our mouth. Then it's clearer. So as you ask her strategic questions, you give her a gift because you provide a way for her to clarify her position, her thoughts, her questions. So asking key questions is really, really important 
And that's why, again, I've provided templates for you. Number 13, don't force her to embrace your beliefs. So I've kind of touched on that earlier, but I wanted to state that very clear on the lines. So she will continue to form her own positions on sex, her own, you know, her own opinions, her own beliefs, her own convictions. And so she's going to do that with or without you. And so I want you to enter into the conversation as she's formulating her, her ideas, her beliefs, because if you share your concerns and your hopes for her, coupled with respect for her thoughts, opinions, and beliefs, she'll be more open to hearing the things that you share. As you tell her, hmm, I've never thought about that. Wow, I'm going to have to give that some more thought. Would you be okay if I asked you a question about that? And you, who have your prefrontal cortex, right? It's already formed by the time you're 25. Thinking differently, you can say, hmm, that's a great one. It's, it kind of gives you a little breath there. Hmm, I hadn't quite thought about that this way. Could I ask you something else about this and then help her think it through? So don't force her to embrace your beliefs, but really help her to formulate what she believes. And if there's holes in it, you can kind of help point that out in a creative way by asking a question. Watch your tone of voice. Remember, that's key. Because if you go, are you kidding me? You think that's a good idea? See, that's a question, but it's not a, a respectful one. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there to give you an idea of what that sounds like in case you're like, I think I do that. Oh, wait, Michelle just gave me an example. I do kind of put her down by going, really? You thought that was a good idea? Okay, I need to take that out of my vocabulary because that isn't respectful. Okay, 14, do let her see your softer emotions. What I mean by that is that the emotion of anger, you've heard me talk a lot about that. That was my viral video last year. Drop your anger, 3.4 million views because this resonated with women saying, I need my dad to drop his anger. So if you are angry at the sexual decisions your daughter has made or is making or plans to make, it may be really easy for you to want to get angry. I didn't raise you this way or don't you... You know, you want to lecture, don't you know that this breaks God's heart too, or whatever, is just this week even, I've had a daughter reach out to me and say, my parents are, you know, I, I'm distancing from them because they preach at me. I know what they think. This is the kind of feedback I get, men. So I want you to, to learn from some of what these others are telling me and say, okay, I want to do it different because at the end of the day, the bridge that I build to my daughter's heart has everything to do with everything. She's going to be healthier. I'm going to do better. It's win-win. So letting your daughter see your softer emotions means more fear, more sadness. Those are key emotions that your daughter will tune into going, wow, you're not talking, dad. What's going on? You say, I, I don't know. My heart is just, my, my heart's really heavy with that. It doesn't have to be a punitive comment like my, you know, I am so disgusted right now. You know, like you might go, oh, that's that's softer. No, no, no. We're talking about letting her see tears in your eyes, letting her hear by the tone of your voice. Like, wow, I, I'm just catching my breath here. I'm okay. I love you. I'm hanging in there. But whoa, I, I'm I'm just kind of I'm kind of feeling that real deep or real heavy. See how that's somewhat vulnerable, softer, but not punitive. Does that make sense? Okay. Number 15, don't react negatively when she opens up with you. 
Now that kind of goes hand in hand with the last one, which may be hard when you're sitting there going, gulp, gulp. She just told me that she actually has been pregnant in the past and actually aborted that baby. In fact, Ken at the father-daughter summit tells the story of where, you know, in a one day event, which by the way, we're ramping these up this year. So be checking my website or fathers.com for that. But really it's a one day event for a dad to bring one daughter to this event. Part of it's together, part of it, dads and daughters split up and get different input and write different things and then come back together. But one of the questions was like, what have I never told you? And a daughter told her dad sitting there, I'm actually pregnant right now. Whoa. And the way they came together, because it was at the end of the day, was really healing for them. And dad had had a lot of foundation set and they forged that together where it wasn't a blow up or it wasn't a dismissive kind of distancing reaction, but they actually came together. So that kind of stuff really does happen. So remember, if she opens up with you, you want to keep coaching yourself like Steve Pringle told me he did, you know, like he coaches mouth to say, stay steady through the conversation, lean into God as a father who's holding you up, right? Ask him for grace to express all the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, you know, goodness, self-control, all of those things. Okay. Number 16, do wait until she's ready to hear about your beliefs and convictions. So you guys all know that we live in cancel culture right now, don't we? If anybody disagrees, it's I'm going to be louder, more punitive. I'm going to put you down or outshout you. Oh my goodness. If anyone believes different, it's like I've got to cancel you out so that my position wins. Oh, what a tragedy that is. We've just lost our ability to honor differences. So as you and your daughter discuss, you know, discuss sex and all, all that that entails, ask her if or when she would be open to hearing where you're coming from, your beliefs. You know, and if you're someone who adheres to biblical values on sex, you know, which means waiting until you're married to have sex, you can be honest without criticizing her choices or beliefs. So it's time to activate what I call a kindness culture, not a cancel culture, but a kindness culture in your family, starting with the two of you. So then you're modeling what it looks like to be a man who lives by his values. I'm going to respect you even if we have differences. And I would like to ask you to do the same, but more is caught than taught. So model that to her. Okay. Number 17, don't skip this conversation if she's already sexually active. So you might be thinking, I already know this is what she's chosen. It's too late now. You know, I don't want to open up this can of worms, but dad, here's what I want you to consider. By talking this out with you, she may change her stance going forward as she processes her past experiences and then gains more insight from you that she can apply to future relationships. So who better to lead her than you? Okay, number 18, do treat her with the respect she deserves. So I've woven that one in before, but I want to clearly state that again. So even if your daughter's already had sex, there's a high likelihood that her sexual experiences haven't all been positive. She may feel used after a one night stand or like she's just one in a long line of women, you know, waiting to believe the promises that he's making to her this time. It'll be different only to be cast aside. So that's why you want to model being the guy who's steady 
as you truly love her and care about her heart with no strings attached. So do treat her with the respect that she deserves. Okay, we got two more. Here we go. You still hanging in there? Okay, don't give up. We got this. Number 19, don't think of this as a one and done conversation. So because your daughter's always maturing and growing and changing, so will her beliefs and choices, thoughts and convictions on everything, you know, including sex. So I encourage you to make this an annual topic of conversation. Lead by initiating dialogue in an ongoing way. And I would say, why not do that every January? Hey, let's start out the year. Hey, what are your goals sexually? What are your goals spiritually? What are your goals physically? Like include that in a greater conversation. So remember, as she processes and formulates her beliefs, it's something that needs to happen periodically. So it's not one and done. And the last one, number 20, do end this conversation by telling her three things that you admire and appreciate her. So matter, no matter whether the conversation goes great or whether it bombs, even if it's like, okay, we got to take a time out. This is too much for today. Go, hey, you know what? Before we wrap up, I just want to tell you three things that I admire and appreciate about you. And one of them maybe that you even were willing to start this conversation today. So it's, it's always a profound point of connection. You know this. When someone gives us praise, gives us encouragement. I mean, let's face it. We all love, don't we, hearing positive words of affirmation that just fill us inside because we don't hear positives enough, I don't believe. So when you speak words of life into her heart place, she'll draw from that well long after the conversation. Okay, take a breath. I'm going to review all 20 just so you have them front and center. And, and I trust that these will help you have a successful, healthy, respectful, honorable, fantastic talk about sex with your daughter. Number one, don't talk more than you listen. Number two, do take a breath, say a prayer, and muster your courage. Number three, don't assume you'll agree on everything. Four, do choose to talk about it, whether or not it's awkward. <laughs> That's a good reminder, isn't it? Five, don't defer and presume that someone else will cover this topic. Number six, do come with a goal to open this conversation, not win it. Number seven, don't stop midway through, no matter how hard it is and how she responds. But that's not saying don't take a break, but it's saying don't abort the whole thing unless she asks for it. Then you may need to. But see if you can take a break, take a breath, and go, can we keep going? Okay? Number eight, do practice what you preach. Show her what a good man looks like in action. Number nine, don't preach what you don't practice. So that might be hard to hear. Oh my goodness, did I skip that one? I think I skipped number nine. Okay, well, hey, better late than never. Let's keep it real here. So on that one, I had do practice what you preach. But number nine, don't preach what you don't practice. So that might be hard to hear. But let me ask you, what age were you when you first had sex? Were you the guy that waited or were you, were you a player? I mean, what was your story there? So I'm, I'm telling you, tell her what you learned the hard way. Like I said, age appropriate. Number 10, 
Do lead with vulnerability. Lead with vulnerability. And again, you can use the last chapter of my book, last section on lead your daughter to listen, lead her to listen, and let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters, where you can hand her the book and she can ask you questions and you can be vulnerable in an age-appropriate way. Okay, let's keep going. Number 11, don't smash the Oreo. Put the positives on either side of the conversation. Number 12, do ask questions that invite her to think through her sexual choices and boundaries. 13, don't force her to embrace your beliefs. That was number 13. Number 14, do let her see your softer emotions. Number 15, don't react negatively when she opens up to you. 16, do wait until she's ready to hear about your beliefs and convictions. So you ask her, would that be okay? Are you ready? If not, I'll wait till next time. No cancel culture, only kindness culture. Number 17, don't skip this conversation if she's already sexually active. Have it anyway. Number 18, do treat her with the respect she deserves. You model that. If you want that from her, you want to you give it to her so that she gives it back and sees what it looks like in action. 19, don't think of this as a one and done conversation. The last one, number 20, do end by telling her three things that you admire and appreciate about her. Well, there you have it, dad. 20 specific areas of focus so you can really like set your relational GPS forward so that you're ready to initiate, move forward in having the sex talk with your daughter. So if you're ready to do it, I have the script for you. Go to my website, Dr. Michelle Watson, and let's do this together. Well, On Your Mark today has been 20 do's and don'ts for having the sex talk with your daughter, giving you lots of ideas And now for your go step, you decide when you're going to do this. Reach out to your daughter, text, call, email, FaceTime, whatever to say, hey, what do you say? We have a conversation and I promise you I'll buy you lunch. So you keep it, keep it a little bit of an incentivizing there as you lead. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been so great to be here with you all in this really tricky conversation. I'm proud of you for hanging in there. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart. Go Dads! Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.